Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Shearer here and welcome to the show. This podcast is out of sequence to the new uh, series I'm doing, Sorry on High Functioning Habits. Sorry, I just lost my train of thought for a second. But it really just was calling to me today. I had a bit of family drama last week and it, uh, motions are high, intelligence is low. It triggered a lot of stuff that I thought I really had finished working through. And although I recover faster and I realize I'm not losing my mind and I'm not the person that other people, you know, their judgments think I am, it still hurts, especially when it's your, your blood. So if someone needs to hear this today, this is what we're going to talk about. So what I did was I did something I did in the first two years where I went to the meditation book that I have by um, Melody Beatty or Beatty and I opened for today's date, June 3rd. Now my birthday was on Monday. I'd been away to our family um, home up in Penticton, which is uh, the Okanagan Valley. It is uh, lake, wine and fruit country here in British Columbia. It is beautiful. It's a little old house. Uh, about a year ago, my parents, my, mo- my mom uh, realized that she's not going to be able to drive up there anymore. My dad, my father has got advanced dementia and asked my husband and I that, that it's time you guys need to take over and look after the house. That's all great, but with her mind going and her own issues and insecurities, when she gets triggered with feeling like she's losing control and I'm acting like it, it's my house, it's not, it's her house. It's my home, Penticton, like the town. I lived there as a small child and that's never going to change. I'm always going to consider it my home. I look after it like it's my home and I appreciate it and I'm grateful to my mother and father for that. My father doesn't recognize it anymore, but my mom needs that. She, she has some need in her, um, I don't know, something from her childhood. The problem is the memory loss she doesn't remember. So she reverts to old behaviors of you're ungrateful, you're not, you're not this, you're not that. It's like, no, all of those things have been happening. You were always asked, you were always told, you were always said thank you to, but she doesn't remember it one day to the next. So some of my family stepped out of the routine uh, through a wrench in the works and it triggered all of my mom's issues, which in turn triggered all of mine. It was a very, very sad situation. However, these are habits, guys. Learning and, and uh, practicing, is the word I'm looking for, how to react when people trigger you. It doesn't have to be family. Family just tends to be the most, seriously, the most emotional. You are not going to change the minds of people that have already made a judgment about you. If they've judged you and that's the filter they see you through, let it go. So I think someone maybe needed to hear this today. Uh, so I opened the book and sure enough, oh my goodness, like I've just really had a tough time getting off the in- internal dialogue, you know, rehaving the conversation with my mother, just demanding she understand and remember she's not going to, <laughs> this is, this is, these are my issues. There's no point dealing with my sister, that, that situation, that, that relationship, it's just, I'll never change their minds. We had a conversation that just things were said were wow, 
that's how you feel and think and you think that that's how things went in the past. Never going to change that. Got to let it go. But my mom, I've worked very, the last two years, we've had a much healthier relationship because her memory's been going. And it's almost like she forgot to be mean. It's been lovely. She's had respect for me, for my time, for my work. Never in, in the past has in the past. Um, it's, yeah, you know what? It's just very interesting. So I opened the book to today, June 3rd. And what was the topic? Transcend your judgments. And I thought, oh my goodness, you've got to be kidding me. Sometimes it's just amazing how the universe stands right up, pays attention, and drops it right in your lap. Because it was so on point to my struggles, I had to share it. We'll get back to the, um, I think it's going to be five-part series on the high-functioning habits, but we'll get back to that in a few days. Let's talk about judgments. Now, part of this I just read, but I want you to listen to it and know that I could be literally saying this for and about myself. Some of it is just so my life in the past. Melody starts with this. Not judging people is really a practical issue, a friend explained. Everybody does something they could be judged for. If we start judging, we'll spend all our time doing just that. My friend was right, but not judging is more than a practical matter. It is a spiritual issue as well. I used to spend a lot of time judging other people. I used to think the world was divided into right or wrong. I thought judging others would help me stay clear on the difference. I thought judging was my job. That is definitely a really good description of my younger years. I was raised in a very religious household, black and white. Now that I've learned something new about judgments and about myself, I realize that this is actually the case. And I can really relate to this. Judging others is what I do when I feel afraid, insecure, and limited. That is human nature, guys. There's two sides to this podcast today. I want you to see it about yourself so you can grow and change and get better habits. But I also totally, 100%, completely need you to understand that other people are reacting the same way. That's why you really can't believe everything people say. They often say things, especially if they're being judgy or mean or... And man, the world is full of that right now. I have not put on the news, so I come back from five days away from my birthday with my husband. Uh, I head up there in emotional... Uh, drama. I come home to worldwide trauma. Men being killed by police officers, rioting. People, what is wrong with us? It's got to stop. And it has to stop with us. But remember that other people, when they're judging you and saying these things, these are their things that they're afraid of about themselves. Judging others is something I do when I am afraid to love, when I can't accept love because I can't accept myself. And most important, I've learned that judging others is not my job. When I judge others, I judge myself. That is something I really want you to to take away from this today. When you judge others, you're judging yourself. This speaks to the stuff going on in the world out there. It speaks to your own little world that you live in with perhaps, you know, family or friends or something going on in your life that you are just batting your head against the wall. Stop. Just stop, please. There are going to be times and people in your life that you are never going to change their minds. So stop trying. Also remember something, something my coach told me. He says, Shelly, don't forget that there's always light and dark. There's never one without the other, ever. 
Now, it's unfortunate that my dark is my immediate family, but the bottom line is they are. They have caused the most pain in my life. They have caused the most judgment. They still do. They see me through a filter that I will never change their minds about. It does not matter how much I grow, how much I change. Their judgment's never going to change. They are my dark. But that darkness that has been with me my whole life is how I grew into the person I am today. So in some ways, I'm very grateful. I could have had a really easy schmeasy life with, you know, no real challenges and no real heartaches. Learning comes from pain and I've had lots of it. And for that, I can't not be grateful for the person I am today. Why? Because this person now gets to help other people, whether it's this podcast that's been going for four years or coaching or just my blog, it doesn't matter. My insights, my learning, my growing as a human being, they all are here and given to me and learnt by me to serve others. And I really, really celebrate that. But we are all human beings. And when emotions are high, intelligence is low. And when my family triggered me last week, they hit just a nerve that I just really thought I had dealt with. They kind of went after something in my life that was a little bit sacred to me. Um, My father now having dementia, my mom being in charge, she wants to be in charge. She can't be in charge. Her memory doesn't allow her to be in charge, but she fights against that inclination every single day. Remember when I spoke about inclinations in my last podcast? This is why it's so important that you know yours. Because if you are not knowing of yourself and controlling your actions, then other people have the ability to cause a reaction in you you don't want. And that is what happened to me last week. I allowed somebody else's attitudes, judgments, and words hurt me and doubt myself. And then, once that kind of you get through it and you go talk to your friends, I mean, you you just go talk to the people that support you, that love you, and say, What's going on here? And they're like, nope. They talk you off the ledge. They get your your mindset back on track. But then you kind of have to realize you got to move past it. Well, first I spent a couple of days on a gerbil wheel of conversation that I'm having with myself to them, at them. That is judgment, guys. There's no other way to describe it. And it's sort of me like trying to get it out of my head. That's great. But when it goes on for too long, now I'm just reinforcing words and judgments that I don't want as part of my life. So you have to physically focus on something else. And if I have to, and I will, I do it all the time, I speak right out loud. I run through the lists. I have a lot of appointments to get through this uh, with my email. I've been away for five days. And I didn't take my computer this time. Why? I've got a guest on my podcast in two weeks. I'm a guest on someone else's podcast in a week. There are there's correspondence to reply to. I have my bookkeep still once uh, one day a week for some people that still need some help. I've got commitments to make here and I'm on this gerbil wheel of anger and resentment and trying to convince them in this imaginary conversation that I, I did as I was asked. I wasn't wrong and what they did wasn't appropriate, that they caused the situation. I'm never going to convince them of that. My mom has no memory of me telling her I was going to Penticton. She has no memory that my niece didn't even ask permission, but in her mind she did. I'm not going to change that. And having her kind of triggered with her own insecurities, she just lashed out. Do you know what? I've got to forgive that. 
I, I, I'm the bigger, I've got to be the bigger person here. I'm the more aware person in this situation. And her mind is going, I'm, I'll continue to be more aware than her as she declines. But we sit in judgment all the time. Yes, there are issues we need to work on. Many of us have quirks we may live with most of our lives or all of our lives. But judging doesn't help. Judgment limits us. Judgments condemn They say, my past is not as it should be. I'm wrong. My life is wrong. Judgments put us in prison no matter where we are. Because that's not true. Your past is just a learning thing. And that's why I I say, quit batting your head against a wall with people that have formed an opinion of you and they're never going to change their mind. Because what became very clear, I was really glad actually now that last week happened. We had got onto, you know, things had been been very peaceful in my family for, for two years now. I had started developing a bit more of a relationship with my sister and I was just grateful. And last week happened and it blew everything out of the water because I was living in a fantasy land. That's actually not everyone's place of being. They haven't felt anything's better. In fact, they've made up new judgments about me and my life and everything. And it's like, wow, that was fascinating to stand back and listen to this going, That's not even remotely, one, what happened, and two, where I am in my life and where I'm going. Like, not even on the same page. But they've taken an old story and they've rewritten it so many times in their head. And that's what I was afraid I was going to do if I couldn't get off this verbal gerbil wheel that I was on the past three days of just repeating the same thing over and over again. I just keep telling myself this, that, and the next thing. Well, you know what? I'm just solidifying that wall and I don't want the wall spirit that's getting hardened again to trust because someone's hurt me again. I don't want that. I've worked really hard not to be that person. Judgments come from the head. Freedom and love come from the heart. So transcending judgments will set you free, will set me free. Learn to look at yourself in love, who you are, where you are, and where you've been, and then learn to look at others with love too. I have worked too hard in my life to have this one incident derail everything and caused me to go back into that behavior. I'm in my 50s now. And my husband was so cute. A friend of ours dropped in today and they know my family and they know the situations that go on there. And so they just, you know, were asking, we were just kind of paraphrasing, paraphrasing what had happened. Again, remember, this is only from my perspective, guys. And he just looked at his friend Liam and he said, I'm just done. Like, are you kidding me? It's been the same nonsense for 20 some odd years. He goes, I don't want that in my life anymore. And I keep sucking my husband back into my family. I keep saying, you know what? We need to be the bigger people. We need to. I think now he's done. <laughs> he is. They have, they have broken a thread now that will never get sewn back together. It doesn't matter what it is. My husband is just done with my family. I will continue to have a relationship with my mom until such time that she doesn't remember who I am. Do you remember the movie Frozen 2 if you've watched it? And little, um, not Elsa, the other sister, is in the cave and she's just feeling forlorn and forgotten and there's darkness. My family's my darkness to my light, but they're my biggest learning experience. That's why they're my darkness. doesn't mean they're evil people, guys. What I'm, the decision, the thing I'm trying to tell you is life is light and dark and it's the darkness that helps us teach us. That is where we learn our lessons from. That comes from my interaction with my family. They are the people that have told me what I can't do, judgment, you know, all my life. But little Anna, Anna, Anna says, I just have to do the next right thing. That's all that's being asked of us, guys. 
just do the next right thing, whether it's your family or out there in that world that is just going, oh my God, to hell in a handbasket right now. When we accept others with freedom and love, we accept ourselves. So here's the parting thought. Judgments put up barriers. Transcend your judgments and you'll be free. I needed to get rid of the, the mind and verbal chatter about the judgments against my family because I may put up boundaries that say, hey, I don't want you in my life because you just bring nothing but pain and misery with you. But I don't want to be judging them for it. And those are two different things, guys. Boundaries and uh, judgments, very, very different. Put up boundaries so people can't hurt you. But let go of the judgment and just think and see with your heart. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com. You can also join the discussion on Twitter at livingwellwithshell and Instagram at www.instagram.com slash livingwellwithshell. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>